0: I don't like the rain that I'm hearing, babes.
1: You know what I don't like? What's that? Rainy Days and Mondays. Uh, that's actually a song by the Carpenters, but I don't like either day.
0: I never got too into their music. They always sounded very white to me.
1: Oh. Well, I like them. But I also like their... I think the the thing that I do like about them is the way that they harmonize, because it's only two of them. But they, um, they managed to dub their voices to make it sound like a bigger group. I don't know.
0: Is Richard Carpenter super rich or does he have to work?
1: Uh, I don't know. I I don't follow him. But you know what I have heard? What's that? Is that he married um, one of their cousins.
0: That's kind of weird.
1: I know. Well, even Karen Carpenter didn't like uh, knowing that they were dating each other. And um, she was very upset with him. Uh, But I believe they had four kids. And one of the daughters' names was uh, Christy. Because, uh, Karen, uh, wanted to have kids and one of the names that she wanted to name her daughters is Christy. But she didn't have any kids, so. No. Anyway, uh, anyway, I don't like rainy days and Mondays. I like the song, but I don't like the days.
0: <laughs> it's gotta be hard for bulimics to carry out a pregnancy.
1: She was anorexic.
0: Anorexics to carry out a pregnancy. Well,
1: she wasn't able to get, well, she thought she couldn't get pregnant because it was, uh, uh, she found out later on that her husband uh, had a vasectomy, and she was very, very upset with that. Ouch! Yeah, she—I think she found out the day before they got married. And uh, according to the book that I read, her mother was not too supportive of that. Like she basically said, "Well, you made your bed, now you have to lie in it." And, oh, but
0: at some point, you got to be an adult and stand up for yourself.
1: Well, that's what happened in the book, Bubs. Okay. And she was not, she was very passive when it came to her mother. I think she was afraid of her mom. Her mother was very, very, um, she wanted very much for her brother Richard to be the star, not Karen. But Karen ended up being in the front lines.
0: That goes to my theory, babes, that uh, female parents do better with male children and male parents do better with female kids because you don't see them as competition.
1: I don't know about that. Um, I do think, I will say that I, I think that fathers are very important in daughters' lives because um, that's the kind of men that they're going to uh, most likely pick to be their boyfriends or their husbands. Um, but I don't, I don't know about the whole competition theory thing. I mean, not every mom wants to compete with their daughter.
0: I don't think every mom does it on a conscious level, but I do believe that it's always in the back of their head. I don't think so. Really?
1: Maybe for some moms, but I don't think i don't think that's always the case.
0: I hope not for your sake, babes.
1: No. Uh-uh.
0: So, this guy that Karen married, was he a rich dude or just some schlub that she met um, off the street?
1: You no, know, she met him somewhere, and I forgot what he did, but they weren't married for very long.
0: Because of the whole kid thing?
1: No, I think he was abusive. I, I don't remember... There was something about the guy that wasn't right. Um, what I read, and I forgot what he did, but he uh, he would he didn't treat her very nicely.
0: So. That's too bad, babes.
1: Yeah, it was. And then she ended up moving back to her parents' place, and
0: that's where she died, right?
1: Did she move back to her parents' place? No, I think she was visiting. Um, she had a place of her own at one time. Um, yeah, she moved back to her parent, or, or she was staying with her parents at one. Uh, night that she uh went to sleep and then she woke up and was starting to get moving but she um she died on the floor of her bedroom
0: that sucks
1: it is but that's you know her heart stopped
0: is the mom still alive i don't know maybe we could see about you and her becoming pen pals
1: oh my goodness what yeah just like you and charlie manson becoming pen pals Oh, we told that
0: story here before
1: i know but still that's really creepy (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I don't
1: think I want to I don't think I want to uh become Agnes Carpenter's pen pal. I oh, think she might be dead already. I don't know. Oh wow. Yeah, I read this book a few years ago. I'm
0: I um I'm not really that interested in the Carpenters, but I like that you're willing to talk about them with me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I um I I grew up listening to their music. You know, I as you know, I have a um an eclectic taste in music mm-hmm. and um I, I I liked how they sounded. I I didn't think they sounded too white bread.
0: And that's only because I know that one hit they have. What? Why do birds suddenly appear? Oh, close
1: to you. Oh, yeah. they have more stuff than that. Really? Of course.
0: I mean, I imagine they must. Oh, have. they
1: were very popular in the seventies mm. and eighties. But um, in fact, uh, Olivia Newton-John was uh, friends with Karen Carpenter at one time.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was on. They were on a show together. And they were talking about their experience on a boat, and Karen Carpenter got seasick, and um, so that <laughs> was kind of funny. But um, <laughs> no, they they were friends. They were really good friends. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then um, there were people that were uh, talking about the one album that she recorded to, uh, by herself, and uh, there were some songs that were in there that were slightly suggested. Don't suggestive. eat that.
0: Was one of the big hits from that album. No. Just tell me uh, more about this.
1: Oh no, there's there, there just an album that she made for uh, made by herself, and Richard, of course, was not very happy because they were always the carpenters, and you know, and 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 on the cover she was looking uh, really pretty, and um, you know, she apparently I heard she was pretty already, but she looked like a, more of a woman on the cover, and she was really proud of the work but they uh i don't think the album was ever released
0: oh that sucks i know i know wow
1: yeah and then some of the songs you know would not have been on the the carpenters album but um, yeah it's too bad it's too bad that she was seeking she wasn't just seeking her mom's approval but she was seeking her brother's approval mm-hmm. but she apparently got along really Really with her dad.
0: That's good. Yeah. You just made me think about Stevie Nicks. Apparently, when she started doing her solo projects, Fleetwood Mac was very upset. Really? Yeah, because they thought, well, if it's not a success, then it's going to reflect badly on the band. And if she does have some hit songs, then she'll probably want to leave the group, and that'll be bad for us.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Meanwhile, she stayed with the band despite having some hits.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Right, she stayed, yeah she stayed but, with the band even after she made hits. But head.
0: she wanted to leave um, Fleetwood Mac, though. We've talked about this, right?
1: I think so. To
0: join Tom Petty's band.
1: Oh yeah, right. She wanted right, to right. be part
0: of the Heartbreakers.
1: Right, right, right. I remember you telling me that. And she was with the uh, Lindsey Buckingham for years and years, and
0: and now he got kicked out of the band. Wow. Well, a few years ago now, but still. Wow
1: that's uh, pretty bad if you've been with a band for years and then they just now kick you out after years with them. He
0: must have done something wrong.
1: Yeah. Well, they kicked somebody out of the Eagles, too.
0: They have kicked a bunch of people out of that band.
1: Randy, what's-his-name, was kicked out. Who else was kicked out?
0: Oh, I couldn't even tell you, but I know that several people have left the Eagles over the years.
1: Not not Joe. I know uh, Joe Walsh was not, right? I think
0: he's still involved with them.
1: And uh, Glenn Frey, of course, was the one who started it.
0: That's possible. Thanks. I saw a documentary on them a while ago, and I don't remember every detail about it. Well, Yeah. Hm. But uh, they made some good music, babes.
1: Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They did. They have a string of hits. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles, I think I may have mentioned here, used yeah. to be the Stone Ponies.
0: You yeah, have mentioned that there. Yeah. But I'm still, cool. still happy for you.
1: But they knew Linda Ronstadt.
0: That's right. Who helped form them.
1: Yeah, poor Linda Ronstadt. She can't sing anymore.
0: Her i know cat. i think about people like her and joni mitchell and i don't Do
1: you, know. have you heard the latest on joni mitchell i don't know what happened to her i heard that she was in a coma at one time
0: i think she had an aneurysm
1: oh that's a
0: horrible. while ago and that's what caused her issues but i don't yeah. know the specifics about her
1: yeah because i um i heard she was very very vibrant back then
0: i really don't know her music that well babes
1: Oh, maybe we should listen to her sometime. I don't know a lot of her stuff either. I've only heard, you know, the hits, but mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of her stuff, and I heard um, she's got a lot of good, um, a lot of good stuff.
0: Nice.
1: My friend is really into her music. Okay. But I, um, I I don't, I don't know her music well enough to say that I really like it.
0: Well, good. Yes, good. Yes, yes, Well, I'm happy for you, j Wool.
1: Yes, bye
0: Yes, j yes, well. Yeah. Oh, I had trouble sleeping last night, as you know.
1: Uh huh.
0: I kept getting up. I was having some indigestion issues. It's
1: not my fault. No. <laughs> I had a hard... I don't know when I went to sleep. I think I might have gone to sleep after 1. Mm. And then uh, I woke up, and before I knew it, it was close to 8. 8.30. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs>
0: okay. Oh, so you were already kind of up. I'm going to lie down here. When I...
1: I don't go to sleep. No, I'm not
0: going to do that, babes. It's when great. I kind of tapped you on the shoulder.
1: Yeah, I was kind of up. I was like, "Okay, is it?" I wasn't sure what time it was because at one time I think I woke up at six.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I was like, "Oh, what time is it now?" I'm like, "Oh, maybe I'll sleep for another hour." And then before I knew it, it was already eight. I'm like, "Oh, 8 o'clock." Something yeah. There, I'm like, "Oh."
0: And then we heard a bunch of fire engines.
1: I know, I know. It's terrible. I don't, I'm, I'm hoping that they got the fire out if there was, it was a big one because it was like more than one fire I think engine.
0: it was like five. Wow. So I don't know what's going on, babe.
1: Wow. I know. Yeah. Well, I guess it's a good, good day to rain. That's true. Because uh, if the fire, if the rain is, is close to the fire, it'll um, help uh, douse the fire and, get that all cleared out.
0: Let's hope so, J Lo. I know. I know
1: what you I I I, sometimes I hear fire engines and ambulances because there's a building that's not too far from me and there's like older people in the building. Mm. That building. So, I wouldn't be able to live there. And actually apply for that building, but I'm not, I'm too young to live there apparently. Oh my
0: goodness. It's for 55 plus. Oh my goodness. Not too much more longer. Hey. A little bit more time, babes.
1: But, That's
0: actually several generations away.
1: Oh my. I love
0: you. Oh. Give me a kiss. No. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Give me a kiss. Mm. Mm. You. I love you, babes. <laughs> I had a thought this morning, babes. What's that? Now, we both know that Jeff Bezos, while he has done some cool stuff, is probably an evil man.
1: He's very selfish. Yes,
0: that's probably a better way to phrase it.
1: He's he's a selfish guy. <laughs> yeah, evil <laughs> might
0: be too strong of a term, but he's he definitely. Well, has I mean, his
1: who issues. knows? I mean, he might he might harbor some evil in his heart, but he's he's definitely very very uh, greedy and 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 smarmy and selfish. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. Rumor has it, and Mm -hmm. who knows whether this is true or not, Mm -hmm. that he makes $250 million a day through all of his investments and whatnot. Right. And we were sitting in bed talking. The thought came to my mind, what's that like? I mean, I know he can't just go to a regular bank and write himself a check for a quarter of a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. But can he go to some rich person's version of a credit union and just take out a quarter of a billion at once Mm -hmm. and like make it rain? And go on these wild <laughs> shopping sprees?
1: I don't know. I mean, I always wonder about that, too. I don't keep up with uh, Jeff Bezos, but I wonder, like, well, what do they do with the extra money they have? Mm-hmm. Because if they're able to buy, like, expensive mansions, which they really don't need, but if they're able to buy those kinds of houses and cars, what is the rest of the money left for? What do, what do they do? How do they... How do they save it? Um, I know some people are extravagant spenders, and they have a really hard time not shopping. But I don't know. I wonder that, too.
0: His ex-wife apparently recently married a history teacher. Uh Uh-huh. That's got to be strange. Huh?
1: That's
0: got to be strange. Yeah. Going from, you know, teaching kids, and then your wife is worth tens of billions of dollars.
1: Well... I don't know. It might be strange for her, too, because she was married to a um, a billion-dollar mogul.
0: I think, th- and again, how much of this is true, I don't know, but I've heard that in their settlement, she got something like $70 billion.
1: That's still a lot.
0: That's a lot of money. That's
1: more than what <laughs> husbands and wives get when they divorce.
0: Well, yes. But That's a lot It's more. like the biggest known uh, divorce settlement.
1: Bubs, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes. Would you stop making commentary? Sorry, or... babes. I didn't know. Really?
0: I really. I didn't know. Yeah, you did. Okay, what else?
1: All I'm saying is that's a lot of money for someone to get for a settlement.
0: Yep. And uh, apparently he, Jeff Bezos, bought or had a yacht built for him. Mm-hmm. And it cost half a billion dollars. But that's well, still, that's... In, in his world, that's two days of salary. I know. You know.
1: That's crazy. It is. Yeah. Huh.
0: I don't know babes
1: but I think what's also weird is that Melinda um Bill and Melinda Gates are are uh, getting divorced but she's still gonna work with him on the um with the foundation
0: yeah but you know how that is that's they're rarely gonna see each other and I guess they're they're not really gonna interact that
1: much Uh I don't care yeah <laughs> I
0: remember babes in 2000 yeah. people were saying that in five years he was going to be worth a trillion dollars Bill, Bill Gates. Gates? yeah and I don't think he ever got that high I think, I
1: don't think
0: he I might be been. like 80 or hundred billion dollars but he never made the trillion dollar club
1: that's still a lot yeah wow wow okay
0: I would love to have a trillion dollars
1: I don't know what I would be I don't know what I would do with that money I really don't
0: I just like kick it. If you could get 10% interest just on the stock market, you make a hundred billion dollars a year. You could just live off the interest babes. You wouldn't even have to touch I the I wouldn't
1: principal. have to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well. Well,
0: I'd send you to the coal mines. And, the but. The
1: coal mines. Yeah, but
0: I, I'd enjoy life work.
1: I would, you would send me to the coal mines. A dangerous job.
0: Well, it, that is a
1: dangerous job. You may not ever see me again. You
0: would, you would become Daredevil j war no, no, only for like three um, days out of the week. I think, um, the rest of the time I
1: don't know out. if there's any women who, who actually go down.
0: There must be, right? I don't think nearly as many as men.
1: That is such a dangerous job. You
0: would be the first blind coal miner. No, thanks. I, th- I think you would be. No. Yeah. No. That's what I would do if I had a trillion dollars. I'd send you to the coal mines three days a week, the other time we'd party, and then I'd just chill out when I, the three days that I'd be alone.
1: <laughs> no, thanks. Oh. <laughs> Well, good no thank
0: you i do think babes i don't know about this but the women of the super rich like bill gates's wife melinda and jeff bezos ex yeah i wonder if they're more charitable than their husbands
1: they might be yeah i think that um as you know uh women are in tune with their emotions yes and I think you could be right about that. I think that a lot of women donate to charities. Um there are men that are very, very generous and charitable that have um I uh that have charities. Uh but I think you're right. I think the women the the wives or ex wives of the rich, um, probably are more charitable.
0: You know what I'm just thinking about would be an interesting contest, babes. What? I don't know. Um, supposedly Jeff Bezos has stepped down from the day-to-day operation of Amazon. Uh But I mean, why does it need to work? But if he wanted to just to do something really weird, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: he should have a contest. Anybody who becomes a prime member within the next three months and uh, who buys like a hundred dollars worth of products is Mm -hmm. automatically entered to win $5 billion from him. (laughs) Cause that's like two weeks of work, maybe no
1: two weeks of work for him.
0: Three, maybe three weeks of work for him. Whoa! Yeah. Well, is that right? No, that's uh, it's it's something like that.
1: It's still a lot. Yeah, it's a lot for your average uh, layperson.
0: But it would it would be a contest that would inspire a lot of buying on Amazon. <laughs> I don't know. You'd probably never do that. <laughs>
1: Well, it's a good um it's a good possibility.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but I don't know if that could happen.
0: A lot of people have this theory mm-hmm. that while it's nice to say Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world, mm-hmm. it's probably somebody who we don't even know.
1: Well, I at one point Warren Buffett was one of the richest men in the world. He's
0: still up there. Yeah. But but
1: I heard that he's very generous.
0: I've heard that he I've, I've heard the exact opposite. I've heard that he's super cheap. Is it? That he only has like one or two homes. Oh, wow. And they actually did a story about his granddaughter. Apparently, he paid for her to go to college, Mm -hmm. and then she had to become a maid. A maid? Yes. Wow. For a family that didn't have as much money as Warren Buffett.
1: Wow. Huh.
0: She said he paid for college, but after that, she was on her own. Wow. That's a wow. So
1: he's a tightwad. Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. I I, I I, don't know. I thought I heard he was generous, but maybe that was just somebody else. I don't know.
0: Maybe it was. Uh-huh. Apparently, he's one of these guys who eats at McDonald's a lot.
1: <laughs> I just cannot imagine that. No. I would figure that, you know, once a week he'd go out for a steak dinner or something. or Something like or that. Or a lobster or whatever whatever he likes to eat, but... Not, well.
0: Oh, but getting back to my original question. All right. Or not my original one, <laughs> but do you think that there are some super rich people out there who are maybe even trillionaires, but pay the media that so that nobody reports on how much money they have?
1: Well, you know, I don't know. That could be true and that could not be true. I have no idea.
0: I think, babes, if I was super rich, I wouldn't want people to know how much money I had. I would probably... they would
1: probably be hitting you up, no problem.
0: Yeah, I would probably pay (coughs) an organization like Forbes magazine to say, oh, he only has like a billion dollars, or whatever it is, you know, and make it seem like I'm a bad investor so that nobody would pay attention to me. Yes. I don't know.
1: It's possible, but... um... I kind of like that I have you know that I'm not rich at all because I just don't think I'd know what to do with it. I really oh. don't
0: Oh, if I was rich babes, I'd have a blast. Oh like I I was joking earlier about sending you to the coal mines.
1: Thank you. you would probably never see me again. really yeah Oh. well, it's hard for someone to get you know something if, if something happens in there it's 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 not easy for someone to go down there and rescue somebody
0: yeah yeah. but if i was like super rich we're talking bezos rich right Mm -hmm. i would have so much fun i'd probably be dead within a year
1: like what do you mean by fun what would you do
0: i'd have at least one private jet i would have multiple homes I take it maybe I wouldn't be dead within a year. That's an exaggeration. But I take all these cool trips with my friends. I would also help shape the tone of this country. So when you have that much money, you can basically buy off any politician that you want and get any bill passed that you want. So I I would get things legalized, and I'm not just talking about drugs, but I change the course of this country. I basically decide who the next president would be. Um, I do crazy stuff like
1: that. Eh, she's probably a good thing that you're not rich. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Because I think you turn into a monster. Really? Yes.
0: i choose the president.
1: And then I had to leave you. Uh-oh. I would.
0: People always talk about houses, but I would choose the next president if I had that much money.
1: No, 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 no. That's not going to happen.
0: What do you mean? Well, I don't have that much
1: money. I know, but I don't, no, Mm mm-mm. That's not going to happen. <laughs> you wouldn't have enough money to choose the next president. No, you would. Uh-huh.
0: Because here's the thing.
1: No, you wouldn't.
0: No, I don't. But I'm saying if I had Jeff Bezos' money, I would decide who I wanted the next president to be.
1: Why could not you get Jeff Bezos' money and completely buy out Amazon?
0: No, babes. You want to do something cool for your fellow man. i choose the next president.
1: Well, so, so no one would be able to vote then?
0: No. That's not how you do it. What you do is... First of all, if you're that rich, you also have a ton of wealthy friends. Like I'm sure Jeff Bezos is, I don't know if he's good friends, but he's definitely friendly with Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, these types of folks. Mm-hmm. I would get all my good, rich buddies in a room and I'd say, what are some issues we agree on? Who do we want the next president to be? And then oh, I've heard Jeff Bezos wasn't a Trump fan, so he was more of a Democrat. Um, but he probably didn't even think of the fact that he could do something like this because he was busy running Amazon. Then I would contact the democratic party and I would, first, what I would do is I would fund local elections for politicians who support my causes. And I say for this, not only am I giving you money, but we got Mark Zuckerberg, we got Bill Gates, we have all these other people, we have the founders of Google, we're going to give you guys positive press for these candidates, right? Which is just as important as money. And for that access, uh, we want this person to be elected president. Mm-hmm. They can choose their own talking points on these issues. But here's the issues where we set the agenda. Mm-hmm. And I would do stuff like that.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: But that's just me, babes. Uh oh. What do you think of my idea?
1: Uh I think you would turn into a total monster. Oh. and I'm glad you're not rich. Wow. I think I'd have to leave you. Really? <laughs> yeah, I probably would. Yes, yes, yes. But anyway, it's rainy and dreary right now here. I know. It's it's not good. But we know. do need the rain.
0: We do. We do.
1: We, we don't g- wanna we don't want a parched city.
0: But I still don't like it.
1: No, I never liked it. Even even in Hawaii, I never liked
0: it. Hawaii is different, though. You have that warm, muggy rain. It's
1: not all. I don't. I don't like the warm, muggy rain. I though. don't either. That's it, what I'm saying. It's different. It is different, but when the rain does come down, it's like uh-uh. Mm. Don't like it. No. Anyway,
0: it's not good, babes.
1: Not good. At I'm all.
0: still thinking about taking the bus home, though.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah, because it saves money.
1: Yeah, but no. It's so soggy outside.
0: I'm really thinking about babes. I don't know if I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Part of me really wants a stand mixer. Or a hand. uh, Yeah, stand mixer. I already have a couple
1: hand mixers. Oh, okay. I personally don't think you should get it unless you know that you have room for it and that you really, you know, need it.
0: I can make my own pasta. You have to buy a special attachment for that. Yeah, but I I have a couple friends who have them and say that it really takes up their cooking game. Mm. Yeah.
1: Mm. Well, how big are these stand mixers?
0: It it varies, but the ones that I'm looking at are like four and a half to five quarts. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, I think I I i think about it first.
0: Oh. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. Oh. Okay. Okay. Maybe you could buy me one for my birthday. That's a lot of money, bud. It is a lot of money.
1: I, I. You
0: hmm. get nothing for yourself there. Okay. Hey. No babes. No, no. Goodness. I love you, JLo. I love you
1: too.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my. Yesterday was Halloween. Yes, it was. And I'm not a holiday person in general. I've become more of one since we've started dating. Mm-hmm. But you don't celebrate Halloween.
1: No, I don't. Um, there were some fun things I did in the past for Halloween, like I've, um, or around Halloween, where I've gone to amusement parks and um, uh, with friends and, and gone on rides because uh, they were open during that season. But um, yeah, I don't, I, I think the, the last time I really celebrated it was when I was 23 and that was with, the uh, my, um, my ex, um, at the time, uh, and that was a weird time for me too, but I can't believe I did that. It was just, it was just such an odd time for me.
0: Yeah. And especially in this day and age, it seems a little bit weird to send kids out To meet strangers and get food from them.
1: Yeah, but that's the kind of stuff that I did when I was a kid. I mean...
0: But I'm saying society has kind of changed.
1: Yeah, well, they've been doing that for years, though.
0: But But what I'm saying, babes, Mm -hmm. is society is changing, and now it feels kind of like a weird thing to send little kids out there.
1: Mm. Like, by themselves? What are you talking
0: about? I'm saying it's a little bit weird, babes, to send kids to knock on strangers' doors and ask for food.
1: Right. But they do it.
0: What I'm saying, babe, is that people are doing it less, and it's a kind of a weird thing.
1: How do you know they're doing it less? No, I'm serious, because I'm not understanding what you're talking about.
0: The kids aren't trick-or-treating like they did when we were kids. They're just not.
1: Oh, really? And And you know that how?
0: You really think... That the same amount of kids are trick-or-treating as they did back in the 90s, early 90s when we were doing it. On the
1: well, way. I mean, just because they don't come to my building or whatever, it doesn't mean that they're not doing it. I'm just saying that I know we're kind of out of the loop, but that doesn't mean that they're not doing it. Because some kids, some families are... Dressing their kids up,
0: yeah, but they're not going to strangers' places. But,
1: but I'm, I'm just asking: How do you know that? Do you really know that?
0: I really know that. No, you don't. In my heart, I know
1: that. No, you don't. <laughs> you're I, just assuming. That they I don't think do this that. is one
0: of those situations, babes, where you're just trying to be a contrarian.
1: No, I'm and pretend, not. Like
0: what I'm saying is incorrect. No,
1: no, I'm not. I'm just saying. I mean, how do you really? I mean, is there hard evidence to support your claim that kids are not trick or treating as much? We
0: don't know that. Well, I uh, had, did. I do research before we started recording. No. See, but
1: see exactly. A, a something tells me. <laughs> no hard evidence
0: that it's not as popular as it was
1: back. No then. hard evidence. Oh
0: my goodness.
1: Well, <laughs> not you're... that I care. I mean, but I don't. I don't think that there's hard okay. evidence all to support all right. your all
0: right. Did your nieces and nephews go trick or treating last night?
1: Uh, they don't celebrate Halloween. Uh-huh. They're, they're one of the people, they're one of the families I know that do not celebrate Halloween. Now, other kids, so I think within the last, uh, what was that? Might have been a couple, two, three years, which I was very surprised that there were kids that came to my, um, the house I was living in, which I thought was kind of strange because as far as I knew, um, the people I was, um, living with did not did not pass out candy or, or, or what have you. So I don't know.
0: I don't think my sister takes my nephew to different people's houses on Halloween. She may not. I don't think she does.
1: Huh? Well, did you, did you even ask her?
0: No. Oh, I was going to, but then I was like, no, I don't need to know that. I'll just mouth off on my podcast about how it's.
1: Well, I mean, if he wants to tell you about it, he will. I'm sure.
0: I doubt that there's this burning desire in my nephew to tell me about trick or treating.
1: Well, if not, he's he if, if he isn't going trick or treating, then he'll be um he'll be on his iPad. Okay. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Most kids are he's playing very,
1: on their iPad. Uh, he's very into his iPad, so it's possible that they're not. But I do remember there was one Halloween where I don't think I mentioned it here. I went to the store and I came back just in time because it was raining. Okay. And I thought, oh, well, if anyone's out for Halloween, if anyone is out to anywhere for Halloween, it's, they're probably not going to be out very long because it's raining mm-hmm. really hard. Okay. So, uh, anyway, I don't celebrate Halloween. I just get the candy for myself and, and you. And-
0: <laughs> but it all, apparently, all the other kids besides the ones that we know went trick or treating last night.
1: I guess, yes. yes.
0: That's Alana's uh, theory.
1: That
0: is, that is. Yes. None of the kids in our life would go trick-or-treating, but all the other kids were out last night. Now give me a kiss.
1: Oh my goodness, why?
0: Because I love you and I speak true to power.
1: No, you don't. Yeah, now give me a kiss. No. Yeah. Why? Because you want to. I do? Yeah. Did I say? Yes, you did. I did win. Yeah.
0: Just a minute ago, now give me a kiss. <laughs> mm. 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 Okay,
1: okay, okay, okay. No <laughs> external ways. It's very distracting.
0: Not for me, Rips.
1: <sighs>
0: Whatever. <happened?
1: laughs> oh, chico. <geez. laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Anywho.
0: Um, no Halloween party. No, you wouldn't even go to a Halloween party, would you?
1: Um, I've never been to one. Really? I'm, I'm trying to remember if I did. Um,. No, I've never been to like a costume party. I know people have costume parties without it being Halloween. Wow. But I've never, I've never been to one.
0: I've, Um, I've been to a few.
1: Now, some people have what they call, um, harvest parties, which have nothing to do with Halloween, but they have to do with the fall. Mm -hmm. So they, um, have like games like bobbing for apples and some other things. Um, and, and, and there are. There are churches I've heard that have harvest parties, but I've never been to one either. Wow. I heard they're really fun, but it has everything to do with the fall and nothing about Halloween.
0: So you don't celebrate Halloween because of the whole Christian thing?
1: I think it's a pagan holiday, and if I'm if I'm not a pagan, why would I celebrate
0: it? But yeah, well, maybe I shouldn't phrase it like that. Um, I don't
1: celebrate it anymore because I know what it's about now. And had I known about it when I was a kid, I would not have celebrated it.
0: Okay. Bald God Day is coming up in a month and a half, otherwise known as Christmas. Other, no,
1: uh, Otherwise known as Rick's birthday. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And around that time of year, there are these weird rituals. I mm-hmm. know you've done it in the past. Yeah. But if you were under the mistletoe with somebody, assuming that we weren't together, would you kiss them?
1: Not someone I didn't like. <laughs> Okay. I've never been kissed under mistletoe either.
0: Okay, but you know that that's like... Um, uh, for, uh,
1: yes, it is a tradition. ...way
0: to w- w- uh, worship a fertility god in the
1: pagan um, religion. I did not know that, but I've never... Like I said, I've never been under mistletoe with anybody. Right,
0: but you do know that the holiday of Christian has a lot of paganism a Christmas? In it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've heard rumors about that. I don't know. I mean, ugh, but... There's more stuff about Halloween that's more pagan than than Christmas. So
0: I, I just don't celebrate Halloween because I think holidays are bullshit. But mm-hmm. ah, oh, tickle. <laughs> tickle,
1: tickle, tickle. <laughs> okay, tickle twush.
0: I love you, babes.
1: Get a little bit intense though, Bye, Had to wake you up there.
0: Oh my god, I was already awake. <laughs> but.
1: No, I'm not a big Halloween person. I never really, I mean, when I was a kid, it seemed fun because a lot yeah. of the kids were doing it, but I was never into Halloween. I never wanted, I never liked scary music. I never liked, um, the, the dressing up was fun. I never really dressed up as anything scary. The dressing up was fun, but I think, um, I think the only thing I liked about it was dressing up in candy, but I never really liked, um, did, like, really scary stuff.
0: Would it shock you to learn that when I was eight, I went out as the devil?
1: No, it wouldn't.
0: It wasn't even my choice. But that's oh, all was yeah,
1: it there. wasn't? So yeah. your mom dressed you up in it?
0: No, what had yeah. happened is I wanted to do another costume, but my dad uh, didn't want to buy it. So he bought me the devil costume because it was cheaper.
1: Well, what costume did you want
0: to do? I wanted to dress up as a gangster. Oh. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know if they have little gangster costumes for boys.
0: I do, but they were they were slightly more expensive, so... Wow. My dad's an asshole, but we already know that.
1: Wow, a little more... more... Ah! What, what, what's happening? <laughs> Sharing family problems on the podcast again, are you? Okay, okay, that's enough. Take on to
0: Okay. Maybe that to be the name of this episode, My Dad's an Asshole.
1: No. No, no. I think I should have a say on how we name our episodes sometimes.
0: Oh, sometimes. Sometimes. Not that often.
1: Mm, I think I think so.
0: Well, anyways, moving on.
1: Well, I think so, because my name is in the title of this uh, podcast. Well, good. Don't you think?
0: I love you, babes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love you, too. Good.
1: Um, wow, so I that doesn't surprise me. You might have been a holy terror when you were a kid. No,
0: I was a great kid.
1: Uh-huh. Yes.
0: Except I didn't believe in doing homework. Oh. And I didn't... I, we're not going to go into what kind of a kid I was, babes. But let's just say I uh, needed more nurture meant as a child. So
1: Oh <sighs> stop.
0: Ugh. Somebody's running a lawnmower outside your place. So that's probably gonna show up. So a Another question day. I have for you. Yeah. You also don't believe in Christmas trees, right?
1: Um, I just think of it as a I don't know if I don't know I don't know if I believe in Christmas trees. I just it's just a, a ritual that my family does and i've heard stories about that too okay oh, but i'm not i don't really i don't really pay attention to those things mostly because it's just to me they're just i don't know to me they're just festive things
0: what if babes you die uh-huh. and you go to heaven god says j You worshipped me, and we're we're happy for you, but you helped spread paganism because you never spoke up against the Christmas tree or the mistletoe to people, so therefore, you're going to the bad place.
1: I don't know, Bob. I have no idea. Oh. I mean, but then I've heard mixed things about Christmas trees, too. I've heard that there are symbols of pagan worship, but I also heard that it's connected to Christmas, so I'm not... I'm very confused about that. I don't really pay attention to a lot of what these rituals mean unless I really need to. I just...
0: And you don't mind celebrating it on the 25th, even though you know that it was moved there because of uh, winter solstice. No, I don't. Wow.
1: No, I don't. I don't... Like I said, I mean, that's just a day that was put aside for Christmas, and I don't... Obviously, it's not the real day. Yeah. But that's just a day that was, uh... Oh, wow, that's interesting. What? someone you know has is uh, uh, uh has the uh, um when is the winter solstice
0: December 23rd
1: Okay that I was thinking about the next day um on the the day after the 25th not not the 23rd okay sorry That's um yeah i just don't uh, i don't think about that
0: Do you th- are you at all concerned that God is going to say you celebrated my son's birthday on this particular day to uh, to sort of uh, help to sort of placate the pagans, and I'm upset with him. And I'm not a pagan god, so you're going to hell. No. Okay.
1: Of course not. That would be ridiculous. Oh. Now, what he's going to uh, hold me account for? That's that's between him and me. But that's right. But you should I... share it
0: here. <sighs> Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Would you stop it? Sorry, babes. <laughs> <laughs> I better stop it. Oh, another tickle wool. Oh.
0: Well, no, no, keep talking. <laughs>
1: this. No, I'm just saying, I just uh <clears throat> I I I just I don't know. I just don't maybe I'll be guilty for not paying attention to those things. Yeah. I, I mean, I just don't know. I just don't think about those things because then I wouldn't be celebrating the holiday and I love Christmas. Mm. I love Christmas. I don't want to think about anything negative about Christmas. Interesting. Yeah. Yes.
0: Exactly. Well, good, j Wool. Good. I'm proud of you, babes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. J-Lo. Yes. We finally got in... Got... Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> bastardized the English language
1: Daddy, so much. We finally got... Yes. <laughs> around...
0: To watching <laughs> the season two premiere of The Boys.
1: Uh-huh.
0: What did you think? Should I give a brief, brief recap? Uh, yes, go ahead. All right. So, Madeline's dead, as we all know. Her baby was found several miles away alive. The Wicked alive. Witch
1: is dead. Anyway.
0: Your buddy. This is that my buddy? Okay. And now Vought has come public about the death of Translucent. Yeah. But they want to use the occasion <clears throat> to spread propaganda about why uh, the soups would be in the military. So, <laughs> instead of saying that they got killed by Huey and Butcher mm-hmm. and Frenchie, they make it seem like he was killed by a superhero terrorist.
1: Right, right, yeah.
0: There's a big funeral celebration with very, Starlight. Very,
1: very corny. <laughs> I love
0: that. Because... It, you could see something like that going on in real life.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true like they really um laid on pretty thick.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starlight is still communicating with Huey. No one from Vought knows about it. Mm-hmm. And Huey is trying to keep it on the down low even from his main crew. Mm-hmm. They decide to replace Translucent with a guy named Blindspot.
1: <laughs> is that his name, Blindspot? Yes. Okay.
0: And so Homelander decides to blow out his ears, so now his super hearing means nothing. He brought back Madeline's uh, assistant from the first season, Ashley, Ashley who yeah. is fired, and says, I get to choose who's in the seven, and you tell me everything that happens on the 82nd floor, which is where Mr. Edgar works. Oh, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. She understands this, isn't happy about it, but she does what she can. Mm -hmm. And we never see this blind guy again. Yeah. Well, season three is coming up, so we'll see what happens. Okay. But, you know, presumably now he has to learn how to use a cane. (laughs)
1: Like the rest of us.
0: And get some hearing aids.
1: (laughs) Blind and deaf. Yes. Right?
0: (laughs) Maeve and Homelander, later on in the episode, are shooting a commercial for the army. When um, somebody named Stormfront comes over and she's live streaming this thing, she's cursing up a Storm and basically says, oh, I was just hired to be in the Seven. Yeah. And you could tell that Homelander was not very happy
1: Right, this. right, right. And he didn't know about it at all.
0: He goes to Mr. Edgar. They have a conversation. And we discovered that Vought was started by a ex-Nazi scientist. Wow. And that Mr. Edgar is not very happy with, Homelander. He basically puts him in his place.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Huey is having some conflicts with MM. Mm-hmm. They're basically staying in the basement of a building that's controlled by some of Frenchie's friends who sneak in a superhero terrorist. Mm-hmm. They decide to go to Raina from the CIA to talk about this and her head explodes.
1: Like Right there. Yes. <laughs> like, it
0: gets all over Huey. Oh. And then, so they oh. quickly get in the van and they so go away.
1: So she's
0: in. dead. She's dead. Everybody's upset. M.M. finds out that Huey has been in contact with Starlight. Isn't very happy about it. But Starlight gets some Compound V because she bribes somebody who now works for bot, who she used to know, in her capes for Christ days. Right. Because he played the Great Jesus because his... Body parts would always grow back so they could be him <laughs> to the cross.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Yes. Yeah. So she's going to get some confound V. Everybody's upset. Butcher's a wanted man because it's on the news that he's guilty of killing Madeline Stillwell.
1: Mm-hmm. And at
0: the end of the episode, I love the scene. He comes down in like a, a workout suit, goes up to <laughs> Huey and is like, don't you worry about a thing. Because Daddy's home. And you just see <laughs> this, like, upset look on Huey's face as the episode ends.
1: Well, so he he just shows up unexpectedly then.
0: I believe that Frenchie, either Frenchie or M.M. reached out to him and said, we need your help. Ah. <clears throat> yes. Okay. This isn't my favorite episode, but I really enjoy it. And I feel it does a pretty good job setting up season two. What did you think of it?
1: Um, that was crazy. That was really crazy because I thought it was going to, I was thought it was going to start where butcher is at the, um, at, uh, Becca's place.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I know that Homelander stopped by there to see, uh, the kid
0: at the end of the episode. Yeah. Near the end of
1: it. Near it. Yeah. But I thought it was going to start off from there. So
0: what would you give this episode on a scale from one to 10?
1: Mm I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe because it's, it was kind of confusing, but I guess I would give it a, maybe a seven. That's fair. Just because I don't, I, yeah. There was a lot of parts that I'm like, huh? All right. Oh, so. I
0: almost forgot the thing with, um, the deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He is arrested and basically another superhero. And his therapist try to uh, recruit him to join their version of the Church of Scientology.
1: Oh, wow. That sounds creepy. Yeah. And somehow the... So the guy that got him out of prison, they got him to his house?
0: Deep went over to his place because the guy had plenty of fresca. Okay. Which I love how the guy just asked. Would you like a fresca? The the, the, the lady did. No, but the guy who got Deep out of prison also offered him one.
1: (laughs) (coughs) Yeah.
0: And Deep slept on the guy's couch, woke up. There's a lady there the next morning. And they basically say, if you work with us, we might be able to get you back into the seven. Mm -hmm. What did you think about that?
1: That was very strange. Mm. And I thought that his, um, I thought it was interesting that his ears might have perked up when she's like, to get you back in the seven. Yes. We think he can help you. We think we can help you. And I'm like, okay. And I thought maybe that, you know, that lady was his wife. Was uh, the guy's wife.
0: No. Like, okay. What does the deep teach us about the road to Redemption.
1: Hmm. i do not know mm. what do you what do you think
0: the problem is i have thoughts on this that i don't want to share because i have the privilege of having watched more episodes than
1: <laughs> would you oh i thought you were saying you had i thought you were gonna say you had a privilege of uh you had the unfortunate um uh the unfortunate time of watching a Scientology video, but that's Well, that's I different. did do that back in the day. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, okay. Uh I don't know. I I don't I I don't know because um because uh I don't know much about the deep only that he harassed Starlight and that that's how he got out of seven.
0: Do you think that he is a bad guy or that he does horrible things?
1: I don't really like him, so <laughs> um, maybe he's not really a bad guy. But he did horrible things because of Vought. I don't know. Mm. He doesn't seem like. I I kind of think he's one. Of, uh, he's almost like Homelander, except Homelander is much worse.
0: I I think Homelander has more power, so he can get away with more.
1: Right, but Deep hasn't. Deep doesn't have as much power as him, so mm-hmm. he can't really get away with a lot. But I don't... Or maybe he really is a bad guy. I, 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 um, I'm I, not really a fan of the character, so I don't really have a lot to say. I
0: will say this. I really like the second episode of this season. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I think is really overdone is the storyline with the Deep. Okay. In, in in the next episode. Okay. I find his storyline in the next episode to be kind of unbelievable. But everything else about it is really cool. Okay, in my opinion. Okay. Yes. 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 Yes.
1: Yes. yes.
0: yes. Um, Frenchie and yeah. Kimoko are—I don't know if you'd call them an, an item.
1: Yeah. But
0: there's there's something there. Yeah. Even though they don't speak the same language, really. Yeah. And I'm wondering from you, what do they teach us about how love can overcome?
1: Huh. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I think it's really interesting because Kamiko and Fred, she had their own language, mm-hmm. right? She, you know, because he, he said, I'm, I'm drawn, or she's, she's drawn to me, I'm drawn to her, or whatever he said. And I understand what she's saying, even though I speak French and she doesn't speak anything, or she hasn't spoken at all. Um, yeah, I I mean, after all that happened and she's done some killing herself, right? She's done some attacking. She's intent. done some damage. He, she's done a lot of damage and yeah, she's helped she's him out and she's helped, people. um, uh, she's helped Huey out. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I, uh, it, it's possible that they, uh, their relationship, whatever you would call it, um, might be able to stand the test of time. I don't know. We'll have to see.
0: Do you think that Frenchie is a hopeless romantic? Possible. Mm.
1: Possibly. I honestly think that Frenchie does have a heart. Yes. I mean, yeah, he's been involved in some shady things, but I really do think he cares.
0: I agree with you.
1: I really, I really do think he cares. I don't think he wants to do anything wrong to people. I think he just cares.
0: He has an odd way of showing it.
1: He does. Well, M.M. too. I mean, M.M. for sure... Is a family man, but he wants to get Vought as much as everybody else does.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, yes, but if you remember, there's a great scene in this episode where he's kind of up in Huey's face. mm -hmm. And he says at one point, let somebody else deal with these
1: problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just a kid, yeah.
0: But I also think that that's just him just being upset with the situation. Right,
1: right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Because all he wants to do is go home to his family and forget everything happened. Yep. Um... And, uh, but I really do think that Frenchie cares. I also think, I mean, I'm still not quite with Butcher, but I also think that, um, because he's so hurt about Becca and what Homelander and Becca, what happened with them, Mm -hmm. I think he's just so hurt that it's coming out in anger and he doesn't know how to deal with his emotions.
0: I think that's a fair assessment.
1: Even though I'm not really... I'm still not really with Butcher, but...
0: But you're becoming more and more closer to becoming a fan. Not really. Okay.
1: You are. (laughs) No. No. I don't have to like everybody you like.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. What did you think of the reenactment they showed of Butcher killing Madeline?
1: (laughs) That was really funny.
0: Yes. (laughs) I am a
1: mother and he's... I have a baby who needs his mother. (laughs) Ah, shut your trap. (laughs) That's not what happened. No. <laughs> and they probably don't show the part where she is killed. It's oh. really funny. That was really corny. And I thought I it like was that. even more cornier when um when Starlight was singing on TV at about-
0: Translucent's funeral.
1: <laughs> about how blessed everybody was that he was alive. <laughs> and then when
0: she's on the red carpet with um Homelander, and they're asked by the reporter, "How are you guys dealing with it?" And she says, "Well, you know, this one's really stepped up." And he reminded us that. We're a family.
1: <laughs> in actuality, she hates his guts. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was kind of kind of corny that they were holding hands. And I'm like, why are they doing that? And you're like, oh, they're just keeping up appearances.
0: Mm-hmm. I said, okay. It's a small thing. <laughs> but I like, after Homelander drinks some of Madeline's breast milk in the episode. So gross. Okay. Ashley comes in and... She, she's redoing the office and she's like oh yeah this place it's like 2003 called they want their look back and then (laughs) homelander looks at her and he's like i actually really like this office and she's like yeah i did too
1: (laughs) well we also forgot about something too tell me did we talk about Starlight uh, bribing the guy that lost his limbs?
0: I mentioned that, and he didn't lose his limbs.
1: Or, cause... I'm sorry, he got his limbs, uh, chop- limbs chopped off. Yeah, and they grow back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we, we mentioned that briefly. Okay. Yes. All right. What do you think of Starlight bribing somebody who doesn't really want to be involved with this?
1: Um, she's probably going to feel guilty about it afterwards. Mm. Well, like you said, because I don't know, I'm learning about Starlight, and... Um, I know she's got a lot of flaws, but I do like her. Yeah. Um Uh she's probably gonna feel guilty and say, Why did I do that? That was ridiculous. How could I have done that? Uh-oh. Yeah. Yes. No. Well good. So I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I think.
0: Well good. Is there anything else you want to say about this episode? No. Uh oh.
1: But we watched a couple of Seinfeld ones that were pretty funny. I'll let you give
0: the recap. I'm
1: not going to... There's so much in there, but I'm just going to say that the first episode... (laughs) The first episode was about... um, Let me think here. Uh, One of the parts of the episode is where um, um, Kramer is just coughing up a storm. And... It's found out later in the episode that the reason why he's coughing is because he's taking dog pills.
0: No. What? He takes dog pills to help him stop coughing.
1: Yeah, I know that. That's what I mean. Okay. And 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 he thought that they were pills for humans.
0: He didn't think they were pills for humans.
1: He did it? No. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Um he didn't think they were pills for humans. Excuse me. Maybe he should have told the episode today. Oh, oh. <laughs> Well, they
0: are very funny.
1: Um uh, what else happened to that? That was the one with the big head. Um, um
0: Lady, could you move your head? So so a little Elaine, more.
1: So Elaine Elaine was going out with this guy and she noticed that his her her boyfriend had really nice uh thick hair and I think he um he shaved off his head or something God like that. That's the that
0: Episode we watched after the first one. Was it?
1: Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. The first
0: one, Elaine is set up on a blind date with some dude. Oh,
1: that's right. That's right.
0: Who can't get there because he was stabbed by an ex-girlfriend. That's right. So they finally set up a second date. They're enjoying themselves. And then a lady comes up to him, throws a drink in his face, and it turns out that this is another (laughs) ex-girlfriend. She finds out that this guy has no filter. So I think he... I forget who breaks up with who... But he, she,
1: she, she, um, they both, I think he breaks up with her and she, and he calls her big head. Yeah. That's right. I'm sorry. She, they, he calls her big head. Sorry. I got the, the, the episodes mixed up. That's right. He calls her big head. And so she's in the cab and, and, uh, the driver asks her to move her head because it's so big. Yes. <laughs> and then everybody is mentioning her big head and the sleigh like, Hey, Hey, she's beating up that. The woman with the big head is beating up that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kramer takes the dog pills and it makes him cough.
0: He was coughing before he took the and dog
1: coughing. pills. He was coughing before he took the dog pills. Yes.
0: Yes. And we'll just keep it at that for the first episode.
1: And then the second one, that's when, um, Elaine, um, was dating this guy that shaved his hair, his head, I think. Right. Yep. And she said, Oh wow. You got like really nice hair. like, Oh yeah, I shave it. And I really like it. And then, um uh, <laughs> in the middle of the episode, he, he, uh, she realizes, or he finds out that he's getting bald. He's becoming bald.
0: Because he tries growing his hair back. Right. This is also the episode where George is dating a convict. <laughs> And he loves it because he can't drop in on him, their dates are short, he there's no real competition for him.
1: And then and then he and then she tells him at towards the end of the episode, Oh, guess what? I'm up for parole. It's like, oh really.
0: She ends up breaking out of prison. <laughs> and there's also a cockfight in this.
1: <laughs> yes. Kramer is a chicken. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk
0: about dating convicts for a second.
1: Uh oh.
0: Um Why? Well, I, I have I have some thoughts on this. All right. I I, I know I've dated women who broke the law before. Uh oh. But I didn't know it at the time.
1: Oh, you find that afterwards. I'm assuming I have. Oh.
0: But I dated a girl before you, uh-huh. white girl. Uh huh. You know, you should never date white women.
1: Why? Well, they're not my type. Okay, good. <laughs>
0: no, no, there's some cool white women, but that's besides the
1: point. Okay, okay.
0: Anyways, I was dating this white girl back in the day. Back in the day. All right. And she was kind of like obsessed with this uh, guy she had dated who had ended up going to jail for a number
1: of years. Oh, geez.
0: Yeah, I never told you this, baby. No. I thought I did.
1: No. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and. <coughs>
1: <coughs> yeah.
0: I don't know if this is true. A theory that Rick had. Yeah. We didn't date for very long.
1: Well, it's probably a good thing.
0: It's probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, and she was a bit of a weirdo, but anyways, okay. A theory that Rick has is that one of the reasons that she couldn't commit to anybody else is she was obsessed with the idea of the bad boy. Uh, what do you think about that? Not really knowing the situation.
1: Yes, absolutely. Mm. But, um, so I've never, ever, well, I take that back. I, I found out later after I broke up with this person that they were in prison for attempted murder.
0: Holy shit. You Uh, never told me that.
1: No, I know I didn't tell you That's way
0: more than what I I know, I know,
1: but I didn't find out until much later.
0: Like, how much is much later?
1: Uh, It might have been a few months after I broke up with him. And and the only reason... Okay, it wasn't that much later, but it was later than when I broke up with him. It wasn't, like, years later. And I found out about this because my friend was friends with him and i'm thinking why would she be friends with this guy if she knows that he was in prison for attempted murder but i i, I don't think they're friends anymore
0: you guys didn't date for that long though
1: no okay. only for a week
0: oh that dude that asshole yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, don't,
1: I don't want to talk about them
0: and i think he um, got cancer and died if i remember right. it's so.
1: possible he died yes good good
0: good i don't have anything to worry about
1: no, and believe me, you look much better than him.
0: Oh, thank you, The Edge. I will... No, no,
1: no, 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 He was, he, yeah. He was, he was like a troll. Yes.
0: Well, he's dead now,
1: babes. He probably is. I hope so. Um. Yeah, so I, I, I didn't know about that history until after I dumped him. Wow. Uh, I
0: know.
1: I was, that was crazy. I'm so glad I did that.
0: That is... That is completely insane.
1: Um, that is insane. So the
0: girl I'm telling you about, the, the white lady yeah. who I dated, yeah. I th- I think we dated for like three months. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she kept bringing up, oh, this my ex-living boyfriend from seven years ago. Um, oh,
1: why didn't you break up with her then?
0: Well, when I say we were in a relationship and we're dating, <laughs> a lot of it was sex.
1: Okay, and a lot of it was probably alcohol too, right?
0: There, there, there may have there was definitely. Is that the
1: one I'm thinking about? That's
0: probably the one. The
1: one, the one that's too cool for the room. Yes. Oh, that weirdo. Okay.
0: There was a lot of drinking involved.
1: No, but Bubs, Seriously, don't don't you think that was a red flag when you when she's like obsessing over someone and you guys are supposed to be together? No,
0: no, no. Here's the thing. Okay. There was never any plans to put a ring on it or anything like that. It was mostly just like a sexual thing.
1: But still, though. Still, though. What you were uh, somewhat attracted to her at one time.
0: She was okay. I, I've <laughs> definitely dated better-looking women than her.
1: Oh, sorry but was... Yeah, you're,
0: uh, and not just you are much better looking than her. But I've dated a I lot know. of other women who were.
1: I appreciate that. Marching.
0: But she was good in bed. Oh my
1: goodness. If we're
0: gonna keep it real, she was pretty good in bed.
1: Well, I'm glad she's not in your life anymore. She
0: but. was the one, babes, when she broke up with me, she still said that I was really good in bed.
1: But, why do we always have to end up talking about your uh, conquests?
0: Not always.
1: Yes, babes. we do. Not all al- the time.
0: Not always. Well,
1: with, with certain women.
0: I'm the same, babes. Ugh. That must say something to you, that a woman who is breaking...
1: Okay, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Okay, ow, ow, that hurt. Oh, uh,
0: sorry. Tickle twos, tickle twos babes. Uh, yes, yes, yes.
1: All I'm saying is, well, I will tell you this too, Bubs. What's up? As you know, um, I have uh, dabbled somewhat in the, the chat line world. Yes. Uh, probably more than I should have. And there were, I'm, and I'm totally serious about this. And I think it. I may have, I'm, it's possible I may or may not have mentioned it on here. Seriously, there were people on that same line that were admitting that they were in prison, that they weren't getting out or they haven't gotten, they, they were close to getting out or they had such and such years. But I'm like, I don't know what's so attractive, why women are so attractive to men. That are actually incarcerated.
0: Didn't you tell me that you were considering dating a guy from there who raped his niece? No,
1: no, 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 no. I never, never, never. And I was with somebody uh, at the time anyway. Okay. No, uh uh-uh. I never uh, planned to meet this guy. I never wanted to date this guy. He just brought it up because he was asking me what I was doing for Christmas.
0: And he had already been convicted of it, so it's not and he like... he got out
1: of prison. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So it's not like you found out and decided to hide it because... No, 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 you're, no, you like, protecting people like
1: that. No, no, I don't. No,
0: I'm saying it's not like
1: that. No, 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 no. He, he told me that when it was around Christmas time one year and I said, well, I'm going to go see my family. He's like, well, I was just wondering because I, you know, I want to see my family, but there's a bunch of kids there and I'm can't, I can't be around kids. I'm like, oh... <laughs> yeah lovely yeah and i'm thinking you're expecting me to invite you for christmas i don't think so
0: i don't like spending time around kids i'm not one of those people who think that children are future but there's a difference between i don't like spending time around kids and i legally can't be around (laughs) kids
1: i think you i think you secretly like
0: kids no I, I don't I, I, I find kids to be really annoying to be honest
1: well kids can be annoying but uh, that's why grown-ups are there to teach them not to be annoying
0: I don't want to do that well no there's then. there's only two kids who I really like um that's my nephew I love my nephew and a good friend of mine had a daughter a couple years ago and but I don't, he has, I don't see her. her. But No, but I talk to her on the phone pretty much every week. And I'm like, hi. Aww. And I like doing that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I would hang out with her. But otherwise, I don't, I don't want to spend time with little
1: kids. I, I, you know, I, I think kids can be fun. It depends on the kid, too. Because yeah. some kids are actually really, really smart. Um, I like the kids in my family. The, the youngest kids are... Uh, they're still, one is a toddler and one is still an infant. Yeah. So they're just learning about talking and things like that. And they're my cousin's kids. But the youngest kids that that used to be the youngest kids, um, are my nephew and my younger cousin. Mm -hmm. And they're not, you know, they're not as young as they used to be, but I kind of like them at that age because that's, you know, they're, they're, they're interacting with you more. And my nep- my nieces and nephew um, have grown up to be really cool kids, I think. That's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I never got the thing. I don't know if I've shared this with you. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have. And if, if I did, I apologize. Mm-hmm. But why some people really, really want to have kids? Because I look at it like this. Oh, I'm going to get shit for this.
1: Yes, you are. For me, too.
0: That's a specific. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to sound good when I say this, but this is Rick's life experience. I don't get having kids. And one of the reasons is I think of it like this. If I offered you a job, Alana,
1: mm-hmm. where
0: I said, you, it's going to be like 18 years minimum. You're not going to sleep for the first couple years. You're going to be in charge of doing everything for this kid. It's going to whine. And after that period of time, it's going to hate you, it's going to go off to school, you're going to have to make sure that it gets its schooling, and by the time it's a teenager, it's going to rebel against you and and call you, like, the worst kind of names imaginable, and just, like, maybe even get into some physical fights with you and all that stuff. And, by the way, your salary for this is nothing. You get to pay for this experience. You would look at me like I was an insane person. Right? Right?
1: Um. I w- well. No. Okay. No, and I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Because I, I, I'm under. I think I understand why people want to have kids. Okay. They want to have kids because they want to. Um. They want to have a. They want um, child, a child or children to um keep their legacy um living on after they died. Uh, depending on if they have a good legacy. And I think it also is, I think, uh, kids are there that, um, uh, what do you call it? They are the future people. They're, they are the future in technology. They're the future in agriculture. They're the future in, uh, production of whatever it is. Mm. Um, that's what keeps the world going around and around and if we didn't have any families then our society would be crumbling and i think that a lot of people uh feel that um depopul- depopulation is the best but if we didn't have any families then our uh, our uh, consider our country gone yeah I mean- and and, and, I, and i and i and that's why people want to have kids because they want their uh legacy to live on and they want um they want future um they want they they, they believe that uh children are really the future of our country and 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 in the world so um so i'm i'm not for zero population nice i'm not for depopulation in the world i think it's a bad idea nice
0: yeah maybe i'm just cynical i don't know
1: Yes, you are. We oh need to get gosh. that out of you. <laughs>
0: well, you don't want kids either, babes.
1: Well, I mean, I, I, I don't want to raise kids for my own reasons. Okay. But I—that doesn't mean I don't like kids. I just, I just—it's—it's it's even harder and, uh, to raise children. And I'm getting—I'm going to be getting to that age where I won't be able to have kids.
0: You could adopt.
1: I could adopt, but I—I um, I just don't know that. The kids are in my future right now. Nice. And that could change, but I just don't, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, find a way to provide for myself too. So, but I do want a husband eventually.
0: Nice. Yeah. Good for you there. I mean, I've I've
1: accepted the fact that if I, if I don't have kids, I, I do want a husband and maybe a a couple of dogs.
0: But when you were in your twenties, you didn't want kids. No. Yeah, you're like I, you're like ah, oh, get these fucking. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> You're putting
1: this. words in my mouth, Bubs <laughs> <laughs> Bubs, I love you, but you gotta stop it. <laughs> Sorry, bitch, I was having fun. <laughs> Do you really think I'm that abrasive?
0: No. All right. I mean, to me, you are, but not to others.
1: I don't know if I would call that abrasiveness.
0: oh. Well, I love you, babes.
1: Uh, <laughs> spunkiness. I may,
0: I may have exaggerated uh-huh. how you felt about children when you were in your twenties a little bit.
1: No, 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 no. I, um, I love kids, but yeah. but raising them is another story because you really have to mold them into the adult that that you um, want them to be, mm-hmm. and you're responsible for that. So if they are resentful towards you, that's your fault, oh. and. Um, you know, and and there are parents that do make mistakes, of course, and um and and you just uh, you just wonder about the kids that are so wayward. Sometimes it isn't the parents; sometimes it is uh, the people they hang out with. But um, yeah, I just um I'm getting to the point where I'm I won't be able to have any kids, oh. and I'm okay with um having a husband and maybe a dog or two. Nice. Yeah, at least send the, you know, I wouldn't have to diaper the dog and send him or her to college. Oh, <laughs> well, good. Well, good. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm happy for you, babes, I think.
1: Yes. Yes, yes.
0: yes. I, I, yeah. Yeah, and I don't want kids. But we've established that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I hope nobody listening to this is a parent. No, well, they
1: probably will
0: be. They probably will.
1: They be. probably will be. And Enjoy be like, your kids. I can't believe it.
0: What?
1: Like, I can't believe this girl's dating this this guy.
0: He's so intelligent.
1: <laughs> no, but <laughs> well thought out. You are intelligent, but you're not always well thought out. Thought out. Uh-uh. And you're kind of cynical and uh-uh. depressing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not depressing. Cynical and um,
0: intelligent. Eh. Rational. No. Irrational is oh, what I think. Well, I love you, babes.
1: Irrational wick. Yes.
0: Oh, it's really good. I might have to get a laptop.
1: Huh? You uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't I don't think you should I really don't think you should take the bus. Oh, fuck, I'm
0: gonna have to do that.
1: All right, all, all right. right. Calm babes. down in right, the, the world. All
0: right. Now you did tell me if you had kids you would want them to swear.
1: No, I didn't. Okay.
0: All ah. right, all right, all right. Yeah. Right.
1: Okay, again, you're putting words in my mouth. Sorry, again.
0: Babes. I love you. Again. You'd be good again. I always am. Again.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, you're a good boy, mostly.
0: Always. Mostly. I'm never not good boy. Mostly. I'm never not good boy. We've already established that. So, moving on, babes.
1: Moving on.
0: Yes. What do we do for dinner?
1: We made some really, really yummy tostadas.
0: But oh, did we take a nap yesterday?
1: Yeah, we did. We, did. we didn't talk about that. Okay. I mean, I was tired. I was the one that was like, I'm, I'm really exhausted, and.
0: And I was the one who fell asleep. Well, I did, too. You told me that you heard me snore.
1: Yeah, but I was... I I did go to sleep, too. Oh, good. But you were loud enough. Yes. Anyway, that's besides the point. Okay. We, um... I was a little bit worried because, um... Uh, when I got my grocery delivery, the person forgot the beans. They, um, they got everything else but not the beans. And I remembered that I put those two cans of beans that you, you checked on in, in your uh
0: yeah, Walmart order, your
1: Walmart way. order. And, um, I remember it, I put it in another cabin. And I'm like, Oh, I found one. And it was like a, the, the, the right size of beans that we needed. Yes. So, um, uh, we had some salsa and sour cream and the beans and, and frozen corn that, uh, that we used. And then, um, we put the avocado on top of all of that, and it was really good.
0: I liked it a lot.
1: And then we finished off the red velvet cake, which you so graciously bought. Oh yes. And the, um, I think it might have been Moose Tracks ice cream. It was really good. Really good stuff. Oh yes. I'm glad we're done with that. Yes, yes. It's delicious. And um, yeah, it was a really good dinner. And then we watched some very, very interesting movies about race.
0: Yes. Secrets and Lies.
1: It was really good.
0: Uh, it was personally my favorite pick of the weekends.
1: Okay.
0: Um, And then we also watched Guess Who's Coming for Dinner. To dinner. To dinner. At dinner.
1: Oh, During guess, dinner. Who's, guess Who's Coming to Dinner. And it
0: <laughs> During dinner. Stop it. Okay. All right.
1: Bubs. Stop with your innuendos.
0: Sorry. Uh, guess Who's Coming to Dinner.
1: To dinner. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 <laughs> Sorry, babes, I didn't know. Mm. What? Mm. I love you, babes. Mm. I love you. I love you too, babes. Good. Good. (laughs) I had heard about Secrets and Lies when it first came out in 96. Uh I want to say that it got a Best Picture Oscar nomination that year. Uh I I know the critics really, really enjoyed it. Uh And I was... Thirteen or fourteen at the time, because my birthday's late in the year. Yeah, I liked some art house films during that time, but I I didn't have a strong desire to see it until I got a little bit older. Mm-hmm. I actually have a copy of this movie, but mm-hmm. I just never watched it. And I'm really glad we got to experience this movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I'm going to give a slight quick overview, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. And I'm going to kind of recap things quickly because there's a lot in this movie to take in
1: yeah yeah Uh
0: early on we see a photographer named Morris Mm -hmm. and he is one of these guys who has his own business he's not wealthy by any means but I would say he's comfortably middle class but he works for a living he's a hard worker he has a wife named Monica Mm -hmm. and they have their issues but at the end of the day they're genuinely good people yeah they're in london
1: uh i think in the in the in the movie they're in london but it was filmed in ireland i think it it was
0: oh okay yeah they're in the but it's based in london and they're really good people who are just trying to make it through life yeah now morris had a mom who passed away when he was fairly young Mm -hmm. his older sister helped to raise him and her name is
1: her name is uh, cynthia
0: cynthia She's a bit of a basket case. Yeah, she is. She, she's somebody who you know had a hard life. And Morris loves his sister, and he knows that she didn't get the love that she deserved. Right. But it's kind of hard for his wife, Monica, to get along with Cynthia. Right. Cynthia has a daughter who is about to turn 21. Her name is? Roxanne. Roxanne was a bit of a partier as a teenager. Yep. But now she's calmed down and she works for the government basically as a street sweeper. Right. So it's a boyfriend named Paul who Cynthia doesn't really know that well.
1: No, because he's all, she's always out and uh, she's usually with him.
0: hmm Yeah. Before Roxanne was born... Cynthia had a baby at the age of 16 who is now named Hortense.
1: Hortense, yeah. Hortense. Hortense.
0: And Hortense's father was black, so she is a black woman Mm
1: -hmm.
0: who is very comfortable with who she is. Mm -hmm. She was told from a young age that she was adopted.
1: She had really loving uh, adoptive parents.
0: Yeah, I should say at the very beginning of the movie, we're at the funeral of Hortense's mom. Right. Who passed away. Right. And Hortense is a, a- An eye doctor. Exactly. She decides after the death of her adoptive mom that she wants to find her birth parents. Mm -hmm. Goes to the adoptive agency. They hand her some paperwork. And she's a little bit perplexed because she reads that her birth mom was white. Mm -hmm. But Hortense decides to just accept that. Mm -hmm. Goes through the phone book. Does some investigating of her own and finds the mom. One night, she calls up Cynthia and it takes a little while because at first, Cynthia's like, you can't come around here. I never want you to call again. We can't do this. And then I believe she ends up calling C- uh, Hortense back. Mm-hmm. And they agree to meet at a train station, I want to say.
1: Yes, at all places, yep.
0: And at first, they don't recognize each other because one is white and one, one is, is black. black, yep. In fact, Cynthia tries to say, I'm sorry to tell this to you, but I'm not your mom
1: they may have made a mistake yeah and
0: but then they go to a diner and eventually comes up yeah I probably am your mom yeah and I don't want to get into who your dad was but he was a bad guy
1: yeah and he was he, and she said and um uh yeah she she was very upset about the whole thing that happened oh my god that rains annoying me i know but
0: anyways enough about Rick's little problems oh because this family has some issues yeah they do Cynthia starts hanging out with Hortense, and they're getting to know each other. It seems
1: like they're getting along pretty well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of an uneasy relationship, but it's growing. Mm-hmm. Morris feels like he doesn't have a very strong relationship with Roxanne. Uh-huh. They were close when she was younger, but since then he's gotten married, started his own life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. He still loves her, but he feels that Roxanne is maybe not living up to her full potential. Right. Plus, he hasn't had the family over to his place that him and Monica Monica. have lived in for about a year. Yeah,
1: that's right. 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 So
0: he decides that since her birthday is coming up, Morris is going to throw a little bit of a celebration. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Cynthia obviously knows about this. And one day she's hanging out with Hortons and she realizes, oh, I forgot your birthday. I'm so sorry. By the way, you should come over to my brother's house for the yeah. celebration of my other daughter's birthday. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is where things kind of come to a head.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's pretty dramatic.
0: Yep. Uh, Cynthia gets over there. Morris is there. They're also meeting Roxanne's new boyfriend, Paul. Mm-hmm. Everybody's sort of talking and doing their thing, having a good time. Morris's assistant comes to the party. We should also say that Cynthia has told people that her friend from work might be coming over.
1: Right. She, call- she called her um, her mate <laughs> from <Yes>. work.
0: <laughs> Eventually, Hort- Hortons comes over. There's a celebration. And there's this really powerful scene. Mm-hmm. I think we both felt that way where Morris gives Roxanne some money. Yep. And Hortons excuses herself and goes, goes into the bathroom, the bathroom and yep. cries. Yep. I, I, that scene touched me so hard.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: While she's in the bathroom, your girl Cynthia breaks down and says the truth that this is my daughter.
1: And, and, and that's your sister Roxanne. Yeah.
0: Now, Morris didn't know that Horton, Hortons was, The daughter. Mm -hmm. But he did know, obviously, that Cynthia gave up a baby for adoption.
1: Right, right. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Comes back in the room. Your girl, Roxanne, leaves the place. Morris goes after her and Paul and eventually convinces them them to come back to the party. Mm -hmm. And then there's this really powerful scene where everybody's talking and airing their grievances. And Monica comes out that she couldn't have any kids, but they've been trying for years. And... Well, then, actually,
1: actually, Mora said that.
0: Mora said that, but it's about Monica. Right, right. And at one point, Monica, Cynthia, and Hortense are crying. hmm The movie kind of ends a little bit later with Hortense sitting, talking with Roxanne, Roxanne. And then.
1: And Cynthia. Cynthia
0: comes into the scene.
1: And then Cynthia, I liked her line when she said, this is a life, isn't it? Yeah. Whatever she said, because she has her two daughters.
0: Mm-hmm. And we find out that Monica still loves Morris.
1: Yeah, even though she doesn't know how to show it
0: sometimes. He was kind of afraid about that. Yeah. I told you last night I gave this movie an eight. Yeah. After having some time to think about, it, I think maybe an eight and a half. Wow. It was really good. Yeah.
1: I I, I would I would still keep that an eight. Okay. Just because of the um it was some it was somewhat a little bit confusing in the beginning.
0: Yeah, this is one of those movies that could have gone very, very wrong. Because they were introducing so many characters. Right. And I also wasn't sure, are they going to be able to wrap this all up? But they did. They brought yeah. it all together. Now, it's been 25 years since this movie came out. Uh-huh. And they don't really talk about this film anymore.
1: hmm I don't know why.
0: I don't know why either. But when it was released... It did get a fair amount of attention.
1: Hmm.
0: And I believe Mike Lee, the director, encouraged the actors to improvise a lot of the dialogue in this movie. Wow. Which makes it even more incredible.
1: That is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think this is a really good movie. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have seen it when it first came out. On the other hand, I don't know if I would have been mature enough to get it. In the same way that I understood it. Yeah. You know, when we saw it last night.
1: And even, and you know, Hortense was, she seemed to be the most, um, of all the characters, she seemed to be the person that was the calmest. Yeah. And she could have been like, she could have like flipped out on, um, Cynthia and said, I can't believe you abandoned me. How could you do this? You know? Uh But she was like, I think, I think to me, um. She seemed like okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back and take all this in, and it's gonna be weird, but this is what I want to know, and I want to take the good with the bad and see what happens.
0: Her and Morris are my fa- two favorite characters from this movie. Yes, because you can tell that they're rocks, right? Yes, like people can come to them, and they're very dependable folks.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um, so let me ask you a couple of questions. Okay. What do Morris and Cynthia Mm
1: -hmm.
0: teach us about upbringing?
1: Mm. Well, remember that part where Morris says, you know, she didn't have enough love. Yeah. You know, you have to, you know, you have to understand she didn't have enough love, even though she raised me. Right. Mm -hmm. She raised me, but she didn't have enough love. And that's why she can't show it. And she picked the weirdest time to, to tell um, everybody about Hortense <laughs> oh. I mean, the weirdest time ever. yes, and um, you know, and even even Paul, who seemed kind of laid back actually, um, she's like, well, what do you think about this, Paul? And then he's like, you know I, I I think you have to face it. you know, I know you don't like it, but you have to face it because this is what's happening. Uh-huh. you can't um you can't deny that this isn't happening. And I like what Morris said too where he's like, why can't we share our pain? And I think a lot of families don't share their pain, yeah, they just they know something's happening. They know that there's secrets and lies going on in their own family, but they don't want to talk about it. yeah, because they think if they don't want to talk about it, the problem's gonna go away, and it's just gonna be swept under the rug, never to be discussed. And I think it's so unhealthy. I do too. It's very unhealthy. It's very unhealthy when. Well, and I know that because I've, I've experienced that too, that I won't go into. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, I think that, that there are people that are so, um, obsessed with what other people think that they don't think that it's not hurting them, but it is, it's hurting. It's not just hurting them, but it's hurting everybody else because it's not being discussed.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree.
1: But anyway, um, yeah, I, I did like, I did like Morris and Cynthia. I, oh, I'm sorry, Morris and uh, Hortense. Yeah,
0: and it's not that the other characters you don't like them at all, mm-hmm. but they're a little bit too. I don't know. It's 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 easy to like Morris and Hortense. It's a little bit harder to, I can to like Cynthia. I can appreciate the fact that this woman has gone through a lot, mm-hmm. but she's still just kind of like nutty. She is. even though you know why she is.
1: She's nutty. Um I didn't like Stewart.
0: Stewart isn't in the movie. Stewart is the guy who Morris bought his business from. That's what I mean. Yeah.
1: You know, Stewart Stewart that was a, the the short scene that he was um in with Stewart.
0: I'm saying that because I didn't cover him in the wrap up.
1: Yeah, yeah, going. I know. But I mean, I thought that that was what Morris could have been if he Held everything inside,
0: and Morris even said that as Stuart was leaving his place.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Stuart became a very, very bitter person mm-hmm. and just shut everybody out. But he misses his dad.
0: Well, here's another question, then. Yeah. What do Morris and Hortons teach us about doing the work mm-hmm. of, be, of of being a good person?
1: Well, they show they they shown up. Yeah. They um, decided, okay. I'm going to take whatever comes and I'm going to make the best of it, even if I don't like it Mm -hmm. because the lady at the adoption agency said, look, your mom may not want to see you. So you have to prepare yourself, but look over these documents. Your mom, you may find your mom, but she may not want to see you at the time. So it sounded like she emotionally prepared herself for it.
0: What does this movie teach us about adoption?
1: Mm. It has its good qualities, or its good side and its bad side. Uh. The good side being if you are, if a child is fortunate to have really, really good parents who have raised them to be well-adjusted kids, and the bad side of it when they do meet their adoptive parents or they do meet their um, biological parents and things could go very bad with the rest of the family. But it didn't. But we we saw. How dramatic things could get. Yes. Uh huh. And it seems realistic, actually, in some ways. It does. Yeah.
0: It doesn't feel like, oh, this would never happen.
1: Right. It really does seem very realistic. The unrealistic part is like, why would you tell um, the family on your daughter's your daughter's birthday? I
0: believe that because Cynthia's so nutty.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: You know. Yeah. She's not a very stable person.
1: No, she isn't.
0: Which leads to another question. hmm Does Hortons keep in contact with this family?
1: I think so. Mm. Well, I mean, right now, I mean, she's, they're the only family she has now.
0: That's not true. Oh. Remember, both of her parents died, but she also had two older brothers.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe she does. I mean, she now has an extended family that she didn't know that she had until now, until then.
0: Mm-hmm. How much longer does Cynthia live?
1: Maybe not that long. I don't know.
0: I don't get the sense that she's a happy person. I
1: think she's in her, I think in the movie she might have been in her 40s. Yes,
0: early 40s.
1: Early 40s? Is
0: she still alive now? Maybe not. Mm.
1: I don't know. Maybe the actress is still alive, but (laughs) not.
0: But the character specifically? The
1: character, maybe not. Maybe she dies at 50. Yes. (laughs) No, she wasn't very happy at all.
0: What do you think has become of Roxy?
1: Of Roxanne? I don't know. Maybe she... um Maybe because of what happened on her birthday, she thinks about what's going to happen with her future. Because she doesn't seem like she... I mean, at least to me anyway. It didn't seem like she had a lot of direction. No. She was going out a lot with her boyfriend. Not coming back home. She's still living with, living with her mom. Not really... But maybe after her birthday, she has... She's been thinking about where she's gonna go. I don't know. It's possible, babes. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. That's right. Do you have any questions about this movie for me?
1: Um. Let's see. What did you think of Monica after the movie? Because you only saw a glint. We only saw like. A glimpse of her and Morris's relationship in the beginning of the movie.
0: Yeah, and at first, there's a scene early on where she's cleaning the house, yeah. and she seems to be a little bit upset with Morris. And it doesn't make sense if you just watch that scene. Yeah. But if you see the movie in its entirety, it it, it puts it into a different perspective.
1: Yeah, because she got upset and she's like, "Here's a freezer. Here's a hog. There's a there's a recipe book. You make your own dinner." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh wow, okay."
0: I see Monica is one of these people who, because it was difficult for her to have her own family, she focused more on work Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: to the detriment of her relationship with Morris.
1: Right. Right.
0: She's not a bad person as much as she may be just a little bit misguided.
1: She got too caught up in all of her own stuff Mm -hmm. that she forgot that her husband still was there. Yes. That... She didn't know, you know, he felt like she didn't love him anymore, but that wasn't true. No. And and she was probably still stuck on the fact that she can't have any kids. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to be a mom, but she couldn't be a mom. Yes, yes. So, but I liked how they looked at each other and she's, you know, she's like, I I do love you. And, and he thought that she didn't.
0: I want to see more movies by Mike Lee and with the actors who are in this film right because they all gave great performances They
1: were so good yeah i mean cynthia was really really crazy and she played crazy pretty well oh. <laughs> she played an emotional wreck yeah. <laughs> you
0: know? yeah. yeah more people should see and watch this movie
1: yes
0: would you recommend this film to your family and if so what would your elevator pitch be
1: uh, don't tell your family about an adoption on somebody's birthday. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> it could turn out really bad.
0: <laughs> but you would tell your family to watch this movie? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yes. I think they would like it. Oh, good. I think they would really like it.
0: Good, good, good.
1: It's pretty cool that it was filmed in Ireland.
0: I think so, right?
1: That's what she said.
0: Oh, I may be wrong. Oh, if I told you that.
1: Maybe I could it's be London. <laughs> yeah, probably London. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> it was a good movie there, j
1: it was very good. Yes,
0: and then we watched "Guess Who's Coming at Dinner." To dinner. Okay, okay.
1: I haven't watched this in years. That this is the second time I watch it. And Same I for-, for me. I forgot how funny it was.
0: I saw it once back in the summer of ninety four,
1: hmm?
0: which is around the time you saw it, right?
1: No, I saw this my junior year of high school. It was probably in uh, ninety eight.
0: A junior year of high school. Yes. Oh, yeah, that would be right.
1: Yeah, because I, it was a movie that was being shown in my U.S. history. Yeah, class. yeah,
0: and you got held back, right? Yes, I did. Because you were being bad.
1: Girl. No, I wasn't.
0: Yeah. Mm. But <laughs> we'll talk about that some other
1: time. Oh, my goodness. Right now,
0: focus on the movie, babes. Tell me about this
1: one. Oh, okay. I'll give a brief recap. So, um, John Prentice, who's played by Sydney Poitier and Joanna Drayton are uh, on their way from the airport to see um, Mrs. Drayton, Christi- Christina Drayton, who's played by Catherine Hepburn. Who is
0: also the aunt of the actress who played her daughter in this movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. You could tell that they were related. It just, It just seemed like they were. Anyway, so she goes to the museum where I guess her mother works at, right? Yeah and sees um her assistant Hillary and says, Oh uh your mom is is not available right now but I'll I'll um I'll see that she she sees you. And um so they <clears throat> they go back I think they go back to the house with her with their the mom, right?
0: They go they, back to the house and the mom comes there a little while after.
1: That's right, yeah, because they leave the museum. Yeah. They go back to the house, the mom comes back after Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Tilly sees them before the mom.
0: Who's played by Isabel Sanford. You are correct with that.
1: Yes. Tilly sees them and Tilly's not happy because why would a young white woman be with an older black man, um, as Sydney Poitier? Yes. Um, but, um, so the mom, so, so, um, Joanna says, well, Tilly, um, could you make us some sandwiches and some coffee? We're going to be on the terrace. She's not happy. No. The mom comes in and she meets uh, John Prentice. It was funny how she's like, oh, uh, Dr. Doctor Prentice. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> she seemed very nervous <laughs> at the time. But she realized that It really wasn't about her. It was more about John and Joanna that she really cared about. Mm -hmm. She didn't care so much about why a black man would be with a white woman and why her daughter, blah, blah, blah. And then her father shows up.
0: Not Katherine Hepburn's father.
1: No, no, no. Uh, Joanna's father. Yes. Um, Spencer Tracy, who plays Matt Drayton. Not happy. Um, He does shake his hand, but he's not very happy. And, and, And we find out that he has spoken out. About a lot of things in his paper.
0: He's a very liberal dude yep. uh, when it comes to his public opinions. And he is liberal in his private life, but he never considered that his daughter would marry a black man. Right. Because it was the 60s. Right.
1: Exactly. Yes. And so he said, well, actually, I can't stay because I'm supposed to, um, I'm supposed to meet with uh, Monsignor Ryan, who's the priest. Um, and I, I've got an appointment and then, uh, John was saying, well, actually I've got to take a 1045 plane tonight to go to San Francisco. And I, you know, we had to talk about this at dinner time, uh, and <laughs> a lot of things ensue. Um,
0: could I maybe interrupt you for one second?
1: Yes, you can add stuff.
0: Okay. At one point. Catherine Hepburn is talking with her husband in his study
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and John comes in and says, Hey, I just want you to know um, if you guys are not comfortable with this situation, I will break up with your daughter. It's not that I don't love her, but I understand that family is very important to her. Mm -hmm. And so if you guys feel uncomfortable with this whatsoever, I completely understand, Mm -hmm. but that puts more pressure on the family.
1: Right. It's like, Oh, we have to, we have to decide now. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, and so Monsignor... So a lot of things happen. Um, John talks to his parents. His parents are thinking, well, why don't we just fly down there and uh, see you guys? And, and and that's happening. And while it's happening, Monsignor Ryan is talking to um, Spencer Victor Tracy. Tracy. Yep. Yes. And, and he, Catherine And he's trying to explain to... Mr. Drayton that it's really you know, that you know, uh that things are happening that are different and you're you have you know, think about it. You may not remember what it was like to be in love when you were that young. No. What? No. Oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I think I got that mixed up.
0: Sydney Portier's mom says that Says basically okay. right, that, a version right, right. of that. Me, spend, uh, go on.
1: Okay, okay. Let me let me correct myself because I was wrong. Uh, but Monsignor Ryan was trying to speak to Spencer Tracy and say, "Well, you know, I I think it's okay. Yeah. I I mean, I think it's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. Um. And he keeps telling you know, he keeps telling um, um Catherine Hepburn that he's unhappy. Um. John and Joanna say, okay, uh, Tilly, I'm going to, uh, Monsignor Ryan's coming and John's parents are coming. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the airport and get them. They go to the airport.
0: After meeting up with her friends. Right. But they get the parents.
1: Spencer, Tracy, and uh, um, Catherine have eat ice cream in their car.
0: He eats ice cream. She so watches I'm that. sorry.
1: He eats ice cream. She drinks coffee. Yes. And uh, accidentally um, breaks somebody's car. Yes.
0: <laughs> they go home. And guests are coming into the house. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that Sydney Portier's dad isn't exactly thrilled with this either. No. Keep going, and J-Lo.
1: She's, he's very upset. Yes. But Mrs. Drayton um, went, went and uh, was uh, walking around with uh, with um, Mrs. Prentice and says, uh, you know... Um, why, you know, she she's thinking, she's talking to Mrs. Drayton and says, you know, I, you know, I, I feel the same way that you do, but my husband isn't so happy. Yes. We find out later the husbands aren't happy, um, but the wives are willing to accept it because of their, um, their son and daughter. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Mrs. I, Prentice. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Prentice. Sorry to interrupt you. Eventually has a talk with Spencer Tracy yeah. where she basically says, don't you, it seems like old guys, uh, y'all forget what it's like to be in love mm-hmm. and it prevents you from seeing the world how it really is. And then she makes some not so kind comments about the blind, but we'll overlook that for now. And,
1: oh, and no, it's, it's, I don't think she was seeing it about blind people. She,
0: she was, really, but like what? She said, Eve, you guys are worse than blind people. Something like that.
1: No, no. You might as well be blind men.
0: It's something like that.
1: But I don't think she meant it in a mean way.
0: Okay. I was offended. But like are can... blind. Alright, we're gonna get over it, babes. Oh my goodness. Spencer Tracy gathers everybody, including Tilly, into the living room to basically give his little spiel.
1: Yeah, and he basically said, Well, I uh because he was he was basically saying look I'm not I'm I'm not um, going to say that you're not going to have any problems because you may have problems together for the rest of your life but um but if you feel that way towards each other you you both are adults um I think in other words he's trying to say that I'm gonna accept it but you are gonna have problems yeah I, I can't change it, so I'm going to accept it. But you are going to have problems no matter what happens.
0: And everybody goes in and comes at dinner. Bubs. During
1: dinner. No. No,
0: no, no. They eat dinner and the movie ends. <sighs>
1: Thank kiss. you.
0: No, give me a kiss. <laughs> no. Yeah, because you want one and you need one.
1: Mm, why?
0: Because yeah, because you do. Please. Don't give me a kiss. Why? Do yeah, don't give me a kiss. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You are some kind of
0: boy. I'm a good boy. Uh, mostly. Always good boy, never not good boy. <laughs> never
1: not good boy.
0: Never not good boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd like this movie a lot. I'd give it a strong seven. It's very, it's, it's very lib in a good way, right? Like you can tell that it was made by a bunch of liberals in a good way. Um, because it's, it's, it, the overall message is that we should, Hey, let's be cool with each other. Um, it was, a now I've studied history, Mm -hmm. but it was very hard for me to connect with these characters because Mm
1: -hmm.
0: for the most part, they're all rich Mm -hmm. and keeping it real. Um, I've dated a lot of women from different races before I met Alana. Um, and I it's never been a thing for me,
1: me neither. Like,
0: and I don't mean like, oh, I don't see color, man. I mean, no, I
1: that's ridiculous. I haven't
0: had people discriminate uh, against me based on my dating choices.
1: Did I ever, um, talk of I think I did.
0: You, you used to date white supremacists, no? I didn't. Yes, you did. You told me that.
1: No, I didn't. Okay, let me explain this, please, before uh, you say something that isn't true. Okay, and you have, I never would. <laughs> I dated a guy many moons ago before I knew about um, Mr. Waco Wahil.
0: that's yes, way before.
1: Way before. He's no longer in my life anymore. Uh-huh. Um, but he admitted to me that his parents are racist and they would rather have him date white women. But he's dated other people. He's dated black women. He's dated Asian women. And I met his father separately because they were both divorced at the time. I met his father and his mother separately. And when I met those, when I met them, I was thinking, I wonder what they're going to tell him after, after I leave. Yeah. Because he already told me that he knows that they're racist and he, and they've been very, um, uh, uh, what's the word? Not a, uh, his, he, he said that his father was very abrasive. Okay. And, um, um, would, would not, um, mince words about what he felt. But he told me at one time that his father didn't say anything wrong about me, but that he's tolerating the fact that we were dating or something like that mm. or, or, or whatever it was. And I'm like, I don't want to pretend. I don't want to think that these people are pretending to be nice to me because they have to be. And I never had a problem with dating anyone um that wasn't my race because I never had that problem with my family. And that's the only the that's really the only experience I've had. Otherwise i have never had any of that
0: experiences. Nice. You've yeah. never dated any Filipinos, even though you're a Filipino.
1: I never have. And wow. the reason why I think is because A lot of the Filipinos I've met, I just thought of them as just friends, and I never was really attracted to any guy that was Filipino yet. I just never, I mean, um, yeah, I just, I mean, I've, I've, I've been friends with a lot of Filipino, um, guys in my life, but never wanted to date them. Interesting. They just thought they were like my brothers. Oh. I don't have any brothers. You know?
0: Well, it was because of, interracial dating has, hasn't really been a thing in my life mm-hmm. uh, and again that that's not just saying oh I'm so beyond race but right. it's also be, because it never got brought up to me why right. are you dating this darker skinned woman
1: exactly
0: it was harder for me to connect with the movie and that doesn't mm-hmm. make it a bad film no. um, because I for real I do know that that's been an issue for a lot of people right. and blindness if we're going to be honest probably plays into it somewhat why mm-hmm. people haven't called me out on it right yeah um called me out on dating women of different races that, that's probably helped the blindness thing has probably helped a lot right right,
1: right. Mm-hmm.
0: um so it was harder for me to connect with the characters yes because of the rich thing and because of that but i did like the movie and i realized its cultural importance mm-hmm. i'd give it a strong seven
1: yes i would too
0: I want to ask you about something. Okay. This isn't necessarily a negative, but it could come off as one. Okay. I read a book a number of years ago called Portraits of a Revolution. Uh Uh-huh. And it was about all the films from 1967 that were nominated (laughs) for Best Picture. Mm -hmm. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner being one of them. Wow. I believe in the book they made a point of saying, we couldn't have the daughter just bring home any black guy, right? Uh, so he couldn't just be a successful mechanic right? or uh, own a movie theater chain. He <laughs> had to be a doctor uh-huh. and a super accomplished one at that. Yeah. Because how else were we going to sell this Is this it, was okay right. for middle America? He
1: couldn't just be someone from off the streets that wants to be in a gang or something. Yeah.
0: Okay. And... It, it's interesting to me. I, I know that Obama is a, a touchy subject for both of us. Uh-huh. We're not fans, but for different reasons. Uh-huh. When Obama came out, I've yeah. heard a lot of people say, well, you couldn't just vote for any black person. It had yeah. to be a super charismatic person who's trying to sell them off as a liberal black person. Right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, so I'm wondering from you. mm mm-hmm. What does this movie teach us about how white America can maybe only accept the best of the best people from a certain race?
1: I I guess I I don't really have any way to comment on that. Mm. Only because I'm not white. Yeah. I I happen to be a minority. I'm not white. So I, I just don't know how to. That's just something I can't really compliment, uh, um, comment on.
0: Let me see if I can rephrase the question. All right. Do you ever feel, as somebody who is not white, mm-hmm. a certain pressure to be extra good at something mm-hmm. in order to be accepted by white America?
1: Not necessarily. However, I did take an Asian American studies class in my 20s, and... I know that there are stereotypes against, not against, but um, stereotypes for Asians in general, right? Yeah. They are considered in all intents and purposes, the model minority because they're, they're supposedly smart. They know math and science. Um, the women are beautiful. They're subservient. Um, the, the reason why Asian women would ever date a white man is because of status. Um, And so they're complimented for that. But um, I don't, uh, but to answer your question, I don't feel like I had to do be extra good at something just to, to impress uh, white people.
0: Has that ever come up in your family or people, you know, who were not white where they said, I've got to do this extra. I got to be even better at this than a white person so that I'm accepted in society. No. Interesting.
1: No, but they've always stressed um, education, and they have their ideas about what success is. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're talking about success, um, there have been people in my family that had to have like stuff. I mean, and a lot, of, and and people are like that too. Sometimes, you know, it doesn't matter what race you are, right? Okay, but there, I, uh, you know, they think about success and they think about education, but education doesn't always mean successful either. No. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they've ever said, oh, I have to be, I have to impress the white person. Well, good. Yeah. Go never ahead. had that. Never had that. I never heard it before.
0: What does Tilly teach us about holding on to the past?
1: Mm. She's holding on to the past. Yes.
0: You want to um say more?
1: I think, I think it's really interesting because. She has taken on the traits of, if I can say this, go ahead. She's taken on the traits of the the white people of that time that did not want the civil rights movement to happen, Mm -hmm. and she's doing the exact same thing in um, holding back uh, people like um, like John Drayton because. She thinks, well, you can only do better by marrying a sister. Yeah. A black sister. You can only do better by marrying a black woman. This white woman is not going to do anything for you. And you're just going to hold, she's just going to hold you back. But she's doing the same thing uh that white people are doing to each other in that time by associating with, you know, by white women associating with black men or vice versa. Interesting. That's That's how I see it. That's fair. But she did do a really, really good, um, um, a good performance. She
0: did. All the actors in this movie hold their good. own. Yeah, they did. Even the supporting cast is really good.
1: But she's so funny as Wheezy in <laughs> the Jeffersons.
0: Yeah, I liked the Jeffersons, but it wasn't my favorite show. I didn't like it watch it a lot with yeah. a lot of people. I
1: didn't watch watch it a lot, but I thought Sherman hit um, Sherman Helmsley. Um, uh used to call her Wheezy. I thought that was really funny <laughs> Sherman Helms
0: is really funny in
1: yes. my opinion. Yes, as um as um uh, uh Judge Robertson
0: <laughs> and on Amen.
1: Yes. yes as Deacon yes. Deacon Fry yes, yes, yes. Daddy Daddy <laughs> as, I haven't seen that show in a while, but I do you remember it was funny? Yes, yes. yes.
0: <laughs> I remember it as being good, but I was also probably eight the last time I saw it.
1: I, w- I yeah, I I did I did watch the. Um the NBC lineup on Saturday night at, at the time.
0: How did your parents feel about that?
1: Well, I watched it with them.
0: oh Yeah. And they knew about this? Yeah. Okay, good.
1: I did watch it with them. Nice.
0: But. I just have this vision of your parents in bed watching the Saturday night lineup and you hiding under their bed.
1: <laughs> no. trying not to laugh. No, we were watching in the living room. Nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no.
0: Getting back to the movie. Yes. Do you think that John Prentice and Joanna are still together? Uh, I do. Okay.
1: I do. Um, I think in some ways I thought that um, Joanna was a little bit, maybe at the time I felt like she was slightly naive. Yeah,
0: like she was, they made, for real,
1: yeah. they
0: could have made her character a little bit less naive.
1: She. It seemed like she had, you know, stars in her eyes. Yeah. Like,
0: like, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. I get that her parents weren't racist, but she was also raised in a certain society. Right. You know, where she knew yeah. that racist people existed. Right. And they made her seem a little bit too naive, like you were saying.
1: And I remember when um, Catherine Hepburn was saying, well, we taught her this and we said that we aren't better than anyone, but never, ever, ever did we ever say that she could date anyone that was different. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting when she was telling her husband that because like, well, we never, you know, I don't understand why you're bringing this up because it wasn't a problem before, but when it happened to their family, it was a problem.
0: A question just came into my mind. Okay. Okay. Roll with me here. This movie came out in late 1967. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Yes. Do you think, how do I want to phrase this? Do you think that they'll ever do a type of movie like this again where instead of somebody like Joanna bringing home a person of a different race, they bring home somebody with a disability?
1: Ooh. You know, that would be an interesting sitcom. Yeah. Well, I think that would definitely um, push the envelope. Exactly, um, and who knows? Maybe that will happen because disabilities. I feel like they're often looked over in the um, in Hollywood, right?
0: Absolutely, uh, you, know you know how I feel about this.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. I think they are looked over. They don't hire um, actors and actresses that maybe maybe you'll see Marley Matlin or. Um, who is another blind actor but I don't remember the I think Mar- Marley
0: was. Madeline's deaf right
1: he's she's deaf okay but there was another blind actor that's not coming to my mind um but you don't see like blind people or deaf people or people in wheelchairs in a lot of cinema or or sitcoms yeah. usually there's maybe a few actors with disabilities but you don't see them and it's like why do you hire people that don't have disabilities I can't they they wouldn't be able to really um, to really show it on screen.
0: I wonder, babes. Yeah. I I don't even know if you could get away with that today. Having an able bodied rich woman come home with a disabled guy mm. in a movie, and having it be her boyfriend who she wants to marry. Right. So part of me thinks. What if instead of making John a successful doctor, you made John a successful accountant who happened to be blind or 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 a wheelchair user? What would have happened with this movie? Could it have gotten made with that?
1: Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it would have, but. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I think they would have to do that with a private company outside of Hollywood.
0: You mean like an independent film? Yes. Yeah.
1: Outside of Hollywood, yeah. Maybe that would have to work.
0: That's possible.
1: Well, I mean, they were able to do that with Pumpkin.
0: Yeah, but that's a really low-budget movie, and it's played for laughs.
1: Well, and then Pumpkin, the guy who played Pumpkin, me I don't think, had a disability. He did not
0: have a disability. He was very good. And it's meant, it's... Yeah, Christina Ricci was in it, and so was Melissa Melissa McCartney. (coughs) McCarthy. But Melissa McCarthy wasn't a star, and Christina Ricci did a lot of independent movies. I don't think that you could do a reasonably-sized budget movie where it's like a remake of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, but the twist is that the guy has a disability. Right, right. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I totally get that. But... um... Well, I don't know if that could have been.
0: Again, I don't know if you could do it today.
1: But the guy who did play Pumpkin was very good.
0: He was very good.
1: Um, the the one thing I forgot to mention that I didn't get, and we can get, get on with whatever we were talking about. Go ahead. Remember that part where, um, because um, Pumpkin, uh, I forget, well, he was in a wheelchair, correct?
0: Uh, no, he walked with... Um, uh, crutches, I believe. Did
1: he, have, he had CP, maybe?
0: I think so. They never say it in the movie, but that's the feeling I got.
1: Remember that part where he got her number, Carolyn's number?
0: Yeah. You know what? He may have used a wheelchair for part of the movie, now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. But any in event, any, keep going.
1: But I guess there was one part I wasn't sure of, because he got Carolyn's number. Yeah. He um, wanted to call her, and I thought, well, wait a minute. How was he able to get Carolyn's number?
0: I think she gave it to him because he was, you know... Oh my
1: goodness, yes, I don't yes, know. Yes. I remember, but anyway. Um, but he was good, uh, despite the fact that he probably was not somebody with a disability.
0: Sydney Poitier mm-hmm. is still alive... Yes, he is. Uh, which means he'll probably be dead by the time we put this out. Just because I said that.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Because I think he's in his 90s. Yes. And the actress who played Joanna, I believe, is still alive. I could be wrong with
1: that. She might be in her uh, 70s. 70s or something. Yeah.
0: It is possible that they could do a sequel to this film, and their neighbors are Christina <laughs> Ricci and Homeboy, who played Pumpkin.
1: And Pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> That would be interesting. It would be. Pumpkin meets Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Yes,
0: yes, yes. (laughs) Guess Who's Coming to the Pumpkin Patch?
1: (laughs) Oh, wouldn't that be funny? It would be. (laughs) Guess Who's Coming to the Pumpkin Patch? (laughs) (coughs) Excuse me.
0: Is there anything else you want to say about this movie?
1: No, no, go watch it, go watch it, go watch it.
0: I'm assuming that your family has already seen it.
1: I don't know. Uh, I haven't asked, actually. It is very good.
0: What would you tell them to get them to watch it if they haven't seen it?
1: Um, I would have to say this is probably one of uh, Sidney Poitier's um, movies that I like. the best. One it, of his best movies.
0: It's definitely his most well-known film.
1: For sure. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I guess I would tell them that this could happen in any family Mm -hmm. and how would you handle it? It hasn't happened in our family, but how would you handle it? Uh Oh. Yeah.
0: Are you the only one in your family who dates white people?
1: Um, no.
0: Okay. Mm -mm. Not that that would bother me. No, 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 no.
1: I'm not the only one.
0: Uh Oh. No. Mm -mm. Good, 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 good. Yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> what would you give this on a scale from one to ten?
1: I would give it a strong seven. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I would definitely give it a strong seven. And you,
0: you gave Secrets and Lies, I believe, an eight?
1: I did. Nice. Only because of the way that it was it was uh, wrapped up. And even though it was very a little bit confusing in the beginning, there was a lot more things in it. Mm. Yeah. It seemed like it was dealing with more problems than guess who's going to be the dinner. And, uh. They did it well. Yes, yes, and <clears throat> did it very well.
0: We had a good weekend of movie watching, babes.
1: Yes, we did. Or
0: yeah, I guess technically a weekend because Sunday is still the weekend.
1: It, yes, it is. Yes, very well, good. it's it's technically the first day of the week, but I consider it the weekend. Yeah,
0: by our definition,
1: still the weekend.
0: Yes, JLo. Yeah. Did you have any dreams last night?
1: I did not. I had one. What happened?
0: You and I. Now remember we're polyamorous streamers.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Okay. Okay. So we're going to some blind event. Yes. Right. And we're meeting people. For some reason you had driven us there. Don't ask me. Odd? Yeah, it's odd. It's a dream.
1: Never done that before. I know. It
0: doesn't have to be believable in the dream
1: world. Right, I know. Mm -hmm.
0: And I see a blind girl who I haven't seen in a while. I don't know who she is in real life. Mm -hmm. so i sit down with her and i'm like how are you and i'm thinking that i'm gonna hook something up with me and this girl for later and she's like oh i have five kids and i (laughs) get really sad and i go to you and i say we're gonna be listening to some angry uh songs from lincoln park on the drive home tonight (laughs) then i woke up (laughs) what yeah that's a
1: crazy dream but it is babes (laughs) okay Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my bad. Yes. <laughs> that, is in, that is insane, bubs.
0: I know. <laughs> but you're a good driver. We made it there. So. <laughs> must <have> done something <laughs> what
1: wrong. car was it? I don't know. That is funny. Thank you, you actually saw me in the driver's seat driving us.
0: I believe you were driving us there.
1: That is weird. Yes. That is really weird.
0: JLo. Yes? Is there anything else you want to talk about? No. 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 Well, then I should probably get a kiss. Okay. Hey. What? what? I'll tell you later. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Give me a kiss. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you stop? Sorry, give me a kiss.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> good good
0: all right babes
1: all right
0: unless there's anything else last Where, chance
1: well wherever you are i hope it's nice and warm
0: watch the movies we saw this weekend Very good. i think we liked all of them right
1: oh yeah we certainly did
0: yes alice doesn't live here anymore postman always rings mm-hmm. twice Secrets and Why Lies
1: Guess Who's Coming to Dinner.
0: I think that Secrets and Lies is the best movie we saw this weekend.
1: I would say yes, I think that that's true.
0: If I had to rank them, my personal ranking would be <laughs> Secrets and Lies, Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner and then The Postman Always Rings Twice.
1: The Postman always rings twice as the last one?
0: Yeah, but it's it's very close between that and Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Oh, okay. What about you?
1: Um, yeah, I think I'd I think I'd agree, yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, good. Very good.
0: Bye-bye-bye
1: for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.